Hey, welcome. It's Eric Roberts at Worship Band Builder. Welcome to this session. We're going to be listening in to Propel Worship Leadership Seminar live session, where I talk about one of these techniques that I've used in the past to build several bands in a church. And it's one thing that if you do this well, you will have great success. And it's called skill batching, skill batching, batching together people in the same skill level into certain bands and using those bands as training bands to develop your worship ministry. Let's listen in to this session called skill batching. I, I teach you in this section how to, how to team build and it's called skill batching. And it's important to understand this is a very odd thing, but after many years of struggling as a worship leader, I was a band dude before any of this. So I knew what it was like to play in a band and be good and have like a group of guys that I was really good with. And then I, I got frustrated at a certain point in my ministry. I just didn't want to do it anymore because I had so many different skill level people batched, all grouped in together and rotating all over. So for example, I would play a song with one drummer and a bass player and a guitar player one week, and we'd spend hours practicing. We'd get it, we'd go do it Sunday. The next Sunday would come and I'd have another drummer on my schedule. He'd be like, I don't know how to play this song. We'd start over. Here we go, we're playing the song. After hours of practice, we get done, we go to it. I get back the third week. Another guitar player rotates into the group. He goes, I don't remember how to play that solo. So then I say, I'll play the solo, whatever. Again, again, we keep going. This is the life you live in a rotating church ministry. Now, how many rotate? Do you guys rotate? Okay. Now, my plan, my plan and goal and vision for you is to actually have multiple rotating teams at your church. You need that because I'll tell you why. You have to, you have, to have multiple teams because you don't want to burn anybody out and you want to open doors. Um, and there are some churches that have like the same drummer for like 15 years and that's it. And, and, and people can do that and it can work and it's, and it's good. And, and I know like, like Paul, you played at, at Clear Creek for a long time as the only bass player. So what happened when I created this, this model of t- skill batching and team building is I opened up doors for new musicians. I opened up training opportunities and I was able to build three bands in a short year that could all play independently. I could take... Now listen to this. I could take a week, a month off and not lead worship and my bands would keep going. I avoided burnout in my life, being able to give others opportunity, train people and build up teams. You have to do it. It's not easy to do, but if you do what I call skill batching, you can actually do it. And what you do is you find, um, first of all, you find out how you want your band set up. And that's, that's in here and I won't read it because I don't have as much time for this but on page 27 it says band setups and and each band is kind of set up like drums bass acoustic electric one and two what the band would do if you had that instrumentation what each role would be so read through that and if you have questions feel free to email me about that stuff like what do you mean but um, if you just built a band with the drums a bass and an acoustic that's a simple worship band Let's, let's do drums, bass, acoustic, electric, because that's what we had up here. Oh, and keyboard, whatever, but forget, forget the keyboard. Just a basic two guitar, drummer, bass band. Let's put that together. Let's say that's, that's my band set up, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build two of those. So you look at your team members, and you try to skill batch, which means as a leader, you look at each member, and you say, where are they at skill level-wise? And... And what I did was put my top skilled or the guys that I had been playing with the most in one group. And I said, this is it. 
I took the next group of people. I said, you guys are a little bit new. I had new people coming in, new people training. I had some people wanting to do some things. I said, you guys are another team. That's it. Here's another team of guys. They've already been kind of playing together. You're it. So I made, I skill batched or basically batched my teams into groups. There I have three bands now, not one. Most churches are struggling to find a group of people that could play one band. So, but when you offer auditions, when you offer proper training, what's going to happen is you're going to have, instead of ten, uh, eight people in your worship ministry, you're going to have like 30. And now they're all going to want to play. So you're going to be, if you don't do what I'm telling you to do right now, what's going to happen is you'll have a new drummer every week, a new guitar player every week, a new bass player every week. You'll never get good. Trust me, I figured, I figured it out. It was an aha moment in my worship leading life. I was driving around, venting. Why can't I get good? Why can't my teams get good? Why am I struggling at every practice for every song to sound right? Why every time do I come to rehearsal, I got to teach a new drummer how to stop after the third chorus? You know, why do we never get the drop on the bridge on that song? And I said, every time I built a band before, I, you know, out of church, it was with a group of people and we got to know each other and it was fun. And I said, I just wanted to have fun in my life again. I wanted to quit worrying about all this. So I said, that's it. I'm putting my band together. And, I, and that's what happened. This model came to life. And what it allowed me to do was it allowed me a lot of freedom with the guys that I played with every week. We, we got really good. And good enough to where our rehearsals would sometimes last 15 minutes to 20 minutes. And I'd go home. That's it. How could that happen? 20 minutes? I mean, who, who practices for 20 minutes? For Sunday morning, anybody? A good band, yeah, a good band. A band that actually knows each other can practice for 20 minutes. In fact, Lincoln Brewster's band this week told us he picked songs at 2 o'clock for the 5 o'clock service, and they practice for like five minutes or something. They didn't practice. Why? Because they're all together. They have this thing. Now, his, his, his uh, group is different than this. They don't have like a skill batching. They do rotations of teams. But they've got to a level in their ministry where they can actually pick songs, come in, throw, you know, play the songs. I mean, I've had four-hour practices. I've had 45-minute sound checks and three- or four-hour practices. I've done that before. And it's frustrating to me as a professional musician to look back and go, why is this happening to me? And, and this is something that I hope that you can look at this model and, uh, and say, okay, uh, why is it good? It's also good because you can have a week off every month if you want to. Imagine building up a, a few worship leaders around you who are good enough that you can walk off the stage and your pastor doesn't, you know, like flog you the next day, you know, Monday's meeting. Because he goes, wow, I didn't know that so-and-so could lead, lead worship like that. And you say, well... It's because we've been having training, Pastor, and, and we have some really good people here. So what you do is you have a week, a month off if you want it, so you can sit. Too many worship leaders carry this burden, and they never take a break. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm pretty much out of time. I'm going to stop this session right now. I may, I may come back to it, but uh, you can see that I've created team identities. I've um, made the teams like Team Red or Team Blue. Um, I've brought consistent unity to all my teams, all the worship team trainings they all were a part of, but not necessarily. Um, you, you basically just have to lay out, here's what I vision. I want a, a drummer, bass player, guitar player, you know, piano player, organ player, whatever, and do that and do it for, you know, in, with as many people. 
open auditions to train for those new spots. So if you have two bands, you, you want three. Somebody might come to you and say, I want to be a drummer. Okay, we're going to let you, but we're going to build another team. So we would have um, one thing I want to say about scheduling. And, and uh, you, you can basically avoid burnout because you won't, you won't have to be burned out. You'll have a, a solid team around you, and you'll have other teams who are excited about being there leading worship, and you'll be developing not just yourself, but not just other musicians, but something as worship leaders that we do not do is develop other worship leaders. That's a, a point that you have to do. Other worship leaders around you that are going, I want to be a worship leader too. Okay, let's do that. And, and building those people around you always, you'll have as many worship leaders as you need. If I'm, I used to be sick on a Sunday morning. I mean, who, I mean, you don't want to be sick and not have somebody to back you up, period, right? You can look in my, in the book here, I have some schedules, but right now, um, when I got this team scheduling done, I could actually make my schedule for one to three months in about 20 minutes and be done. The schedules are in there. You can see how I've done them. You can see that they're rotating in teams. Um, and I plan way far in advance. And so I didn't spend, I know a lot of people who spend a lot of time planning and doing all this crazy stuff. I said, it took me like 20 minutes. I made the schedules. And then the rest of my time I spent with my team, one-on-one -on -one or rehearsing or making them sound better or doing the things that I wanted to do. Not calling everybody, can you play on the third Sunday of the whatever? Can you fill in for so-and-so? Can you rotate into blah, blah, blah? You know, I said, team, team green is on this week there. Team Blue is on next week, and all the teams worked strongly together to create a strong um, setup. So you want to be able to uh, do all that. I'm going to let have Emily come up. I'll introduce her, and she'll take you into some more things. But I might come back to this. If you have any questions about how I did that, you can always email me. I would be glad to talk to any of you privately about the, the intricacies of this system. But... Um, you can use my uh, templates online. You can download my templates and change them to your teams. I think that in able to in make this team model work, you have to envision, measure, grow, and then train your people. You have to do a lot of training and just developing of people because that's what it takes is a strong developed team. Great. I hope you enjoyed that. And I hope you can see there is a lot of power and a lot of possibility when you begin to use skill batching to build teams. Now, many churches will have just one worship band and they'll rotate people around. They'll have different levels of players playing with other players. And this can have some benefits, but I find many, many more benefits to uh, training and batching people together in skill. One, for example, is that your intro level guitar players don't feel so intimidated by these other guys who've been playing a long time and they're able to grow and thrive in their own way with songs and things like that. Now, if you are going to introduce skill batching and building multiple teams in your church, it's going to give you a great, great, great asset as you move into the future. You'll have many, many more musicians training and bands training to move forward in your worship ministry. If you have any questions, let me know. Go to worshipbandbuilder.com for any assets to this session.